Hello and welcome back to Here and Now podcast with your host JG Larochette here at Mindful Life Project. Hope you've been well in mind, body, and heart. And thanks for joining another episode. This is episode eight. We're going to be getting into it again. You can find us on every platform now. Uh, spread the word. We're on Apple Podcasts, all of them. Google, keep going, right? Find us here in the Now podcast. This week, we're going to be focusing on seeing the root of what's happening in behaviors, our own behaviors, uh, the behaviors of our students and those around us, but seeing the root, not the symptom. And I don't know how that resonates right away, but it is that time of year where we're seeing young folks and adults feeling overwhelmed, right? And many opportunities dysregulated. There are a lot of roots to our suffering right now, a lot of roots to what's arising on an individual level, present moment by present moment. And just check in on yourself right now. What are some of those roots of where you're coming from, right? As a human, as individual, right? Are your behaviors from some pain and suffering of the past? Some lack of feeling a sense of belonging in different opportunities in life. Sometimes where people gave up on you, right? Or um, so many different layers, right? Where you just were not given a chance or you were really harmed by others, right? And then just dig in a little bit there. Right. That's a big question. Right. We're jumping right in this week. And what are those symptoms? What are some of the behaviors you have that are coming up? Right. That are deeply rooted in that pain and suffering from the past, but that are causing the behaviors to come out. Um, personally, I'll speak as I usually do in here in the now podcast from my personal experience. Right. Lately, I've been noticing uh, some needing to kind of defend. Right my defense mechanism, defending my point of view, defending my decision, defending, defending, defending. And as I look at the root of that, right, I can unravel so many different times where maybe I didn't feel heard. Maybe I didn't feel seen. Maybe I didn't feel valued. Maybe I had to kind of defend mentally, emotionally, physically myself and others, right? And how does that show up in, in some micro and macro ways? So if I keep on unraveling, right, the root of what the symptoms are showing and in this situation, defense mechanism, right, uh, when someone I feel isn't agreeing with me, for example, right, do I go into that defense mechanism, get a little bit more like what you should listen to me? I'm right. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's at home with my family at work or in the organization that we work with, right, in schools. But what's under that? The only way we're going to actually be able to dismantle the symptoms is by getting to the root, right? And in our society, we're pretty good at saying, well, this is a physical injury. This is a mental, you know, illness. This is this, 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 but they're all intertwined. And, and when we look at behaviors of our own or behaviors of our students, the more we can get to the root versus reacting to the symptom the more we can provide ourselves the opportunity to, to see the whole picture, not take things personally as much maybe, uh, maybe you disrupt that, that reaction, that automatic stress response, respond differently, maybe name what's arising to that situation to the person. And then we can bring in our mindfulness practices if it becomes overwhelming and triggered. And that's the key, right? We're not 
we're not saying that the symptoms don't matter, right? If a kid misbehaves and the kid says something rude to you or, or calls you a name or, right? Or, or you get triggered by a coworker and, and they were doing something that was not okay, right? It's actually just seeing that oftentimes the root isn't being worked on and that we're projecting that the symptoms need to change. And so think about that like as an analogy of a tree, right? If the roots are gone, <laughs> that tree is flopping but we're still trying to work on the branches or the leaves. You see what I'm saying? Like we got to work on the cause, the deeper cause. And that's really hard work. At an individual level, I've been doing mindfulness for 10 and a half years on a daily basis, privately, personally, in community, in retreats. And it's taken a long time to uncover the roots. What are the reasons that I am behaving in my stress response. And when I do behave in that stress response, how does it activate others or how does it do the, the opposite of what hoping my intention is to others? So let's just kind of target in on students for a second. We know that young people need to feel like there's unconditional care and there's a clean slate on a daily basis. Because if we're treating them based off of the symptoms and making them feel like they don't belong because of the symptoms, we're perpetuating what they already feel, right? Think about it. The more our kids have stress and trauma, the more often we find them in that stress response, the more often we find them being disciplined and, and, and sometimes it's not rational discipline, it's not rational consequences, and the more we're pushing them away, right? That's, that's why I actually burned out with seeing young people get pushed away more and more when they were just, the symptoms were out there, right? The fighting, the verbal, the physical, whatever it was, but that we were really saying, well, you gotta be detention. You gotta be suspended. You gotta be at home. You gotta, right? But that's not what a young person or any person that is struggling and suffering needs. They need to know that actually you gotta be brought in closer. We, we see you, we hear you, we're seeing those symptoms and we wanna help you get to the root so we can support your needs. Right? And so that's this work we're talking about here in the Now podcast, right? Educator wellness, but educator wellness without student wellness is not there. And student wellness without educator wellness doesn't make a difference all the way, right? It's really about an ecosystem where students are human. We see that their symptoms, if it's, you know, the attention and doing well in class because they're feeling deeply rooted in who they are and a sense of belonging, or if it's the students who feel the opposite, that either way, we're seeing behaviors as symptoms, not something personally against us, not something that we need to defend, right? If a kid says something harmful to adults, that has to be named. It has to be a consequence. But most important is not avoiding and pushing the kid away, but actually sharing with that child or for any person, actually, that didn't feel good because you said something was harmful. That made me have these emotions. I'm not sure if you intended on that, but I need you to know that it impacted me. And I asked that in the future, right? What am I doing? The I statements. But then that young person will see, oh, wow. You actually took the time to share how I am impacting you. And maybe the student just did that behavior because they wanted to feel like they're being seen also. And they're not sure if, being seen by the, hey, you're bothering me, drive me crazy, get out of my class. That's still a scene. Oh, they're paying attention to me now, right? 
So how do we start navigating all the layers complexity? Because we're not, right, as educators, we aren't counselors all the time. Some of us in this group are counselors, right? We might be classroom teachers, we might be the principal or vice principal, we might be the community worker, maybe the janitor, whichever place we are in education, but we're human and we have to be the adults to see, okay, that wasn't, I, I need to notice that, that that's a symptom behavior. And underneath that is, is deep suffering. Underneath that is deep trauma. There's, there's stress and, and it can be varied, right? From a whole spectrum, but that we actually are repairing when we do harm as adults, like telling the kid, hey, I, I raised my voice right there, right? And this is what was happening in me and I'll make sure that I, I'll watch my voice next time, right? When we become human, we allow our children to become human. We allow ourselves to then get underneath what's causing that stress response, that fight, flight, freeze. The more we practice emotional intelligence, obviously through a mindfulness lens in this session, right? The more we're able to identify, oh, that triggered my stress response and, and I felt it in my body here. I was able to stay regulated or maybe I wasn't. I got dysregulated and that's human too. But that I need to actually be able to name that that dysregulation as an adult on a campus causes harm to me, right? Or in my in my workplace. So as you kind of dive into the root and the symptoms, think through for yourself how often your symptoms of your own personal behaviors are rooted in something. And the more you practice mindfulness, self-compassion, gratitude, at least from my experience, the deeper you're able to see that those roots exist and those roots oftentimes were neglected. And now it's gonna take time. As we know, the neurons that fire together, wire together, right? So whatever those, those the fight, flight, freeze might be, those neurons have been firing for a while. They're gonna be really welded shut and it's gonna take time and practice and all the different healing modalities, right? From therapy to counseling to mindfulness to being in community and relationship it, it's it, every person can be different but the more we are aware of the roots for ourselves the more we're aware of the roots for our young people the more we're able to start getting underneath the cause instead of really working on the symptom okay so today i want that to be kind of in front and center of of this episode episode eight the root not the symptom so let's practice with that in honor, okay? Today's practice is going to be, you know it, mindful emotions, yeah? Working with those emotions. And then we're actually gonna go a little deeper. With the mindful emotions, we're gonna work on figuring out where those main emotions that we often feel that are in the stress response, right? that are uh, uh, probably gonna be those that you think are negative emotions. What do we do? We welcome them. We, there's no negative, no positive. There's no right, there's no wrong. But we're gonna look at which ones are key there as we practice mindful emotions. We're gonna come into awareness and then we're gonna look a little deeper, right? What are the symptoms, behaviors? And then what do we know might be causing those? And it could be from our childhood, it could be from our adulthood, it could be from both, it could be from yesterday, it could be from 15 years ago. The key is that we're not judging them. So mindful emotions, welcoming emotions as they arise, knowing there's not good or bad, not right or wrong, that they're all messages and they're part of this human experience, right? That is the key part, that every emotion is part of our lived experience, but not just ours, what? Every human, 
This is the quote of the week. Being human is not about feeling happy. It's about feeling everything. We also say, right, that if we're going to heal it, we have to feel it. And the more compassionate we become and the more acknowledging we are of emotions, we start seeing the root. So for me, maybe anxiety was the main emotion, but the root emotion was fear. Straight up. The more I practice mindfulness, work on myself, learn more about myself, I had a lot of fear growing up. Fear of my identity, fear of belonging, fear of not fitting in, fear of this, fearing that, right? Success, what's going to happen to my family. That then triggered the anxiety, right? Future worries, concerns, getting caught in that. So as we practice today, honoring if this is your first time practicing mindful emotions, as we try to go a little deeper into the root, super compassion, no way of doing it wrong. And then gently coming back to the present moment and we'll practice again. So feet on the floor, spine in a line, hands in your lap, heart to the sky, allowing your eyes to close if that feels comfortable. And maybe inviting a deep intentional inhale, breathing in, and the breathing out. Breathing in, a little deeper than the last time, and whenever you feel the pause, breathing out. And we'll start with the sound of the bell to use mindful listening to get in the present moment. As you arrive right here, right now, whatever your day's had or whatever's going to happen next, allowing ourselves full permission to let it all go and just arrive as often as possible. So bring in attention to your contact points, your feet on the floor, the sit bones, wherever you're seated, and wherever your hands are, if there's temperature, tingling, tightness, looseness. And then gently bring awareness to the natural breath. Let the flow in and flow out. Just watch with curiosity. How is each breath a little different? Where does the inhale start? Where does it go? And where's the exhale? Finding your anchor spot if the breath is hard to focus on, wherever you feel the breath is strongest. Belly, chest, nose. Just a few cycles of breath. Thoughts will happen, emotions will arise, physical sensations will come, sounds might take us away, and the celebrations we remember to be back in the moment without judgment. Just this breath. And now allowing sounds just to shower down on you in the here and now. Just about 15 seconds of sound awareness. What sounds are around? We tune into the present moment through them.
And now shifting from sound awareness, wherever we've been, if we've been lost in thought, emotions, no judgment, just coming back, simply beginning again. Now just land awareness in your heartscape. What emotions are present and do they come, do they go, do they change, do they stay? With compassion and care, just notice. And just check in on the relationship with those emotions. Is there resistance? Is there welcoming? Is it in between? Is it hard to find emotions that are there? Is it easy? Again, mindfulness is just aware of what's here without opinion or judgment. And now let's go a little deeper. What's your teachable emotion, right? And when I say that, that's that emotion that might be coming pretty frequently or more frequently that triggers the stress response that maybe we've tried to avoid or resist or push away. And again, just welcoming them all is the practice with kindness and love. If you can identify maybe two or three or one strong one, go a little deeper. Is that the root emotion or is that a symptom emotion? Is there an emotion that really is at the very bottom that triggers the next one, the next one, and then it comes to the stress response? Just tuning in, right, with kindness. So if you're with the breath for a second or sounds or body awareness, checking in where the emotions are showing up in the body, each mindful skill can be used at any time to help us come back into the here and now. Now as maybe you've joined in and seen a little further the layers of the roots, can you send deep heartfulness, compassion to that root problem? If it was a sense of not being seen younger or feeling like no one was listening or something that's happened in the past, can we bring a blanket of compassion and care to surround it and hold it, knowing that that happened and that that caused some inner suffering? Being gentle, bringing in any mindful skills that we need as we arise with these emotions, and tuning in, knowing that whatever arises is welcomed. So whatever thoughts are going right now is a future past thinking. Thoughts lead to emotions, emotions lead to thoughts. I'm going to shift from the root and getting there to the symptoms. What are some of the behaviors that are both internal and external that might be triggered by that root? Hold that with spacious awareness, with compassion and care. 
It's a quick reaction. It's a defense mechanism. It's a voice. It's a look. Internal feeling. And remembering that everything can be felt. We feel it to heal it, right? Whatever is arising, we hold that love and kindness. And we're going to shift now from there to the breath. If you like intentional deep inhales and exhales. Or just regular breath awareness or sound or body, right? Whatever we need for about 15 seconds. Just tune into whatever mindful skill you need in this moment. Maybe it's more heartfulness. And we're going to close with the practice of mindful listening to the bell. And wiggling, wiggling, stretching, open your eyes, coming back into space, look for colors, patterns, what's happening, the mental activity, what's happening, the emotional escape, what's happening, the physical. Welcome back. Hope that brought some deeper awareness of what's really rooted in us. But what's beautiful is it's not who we are. So whatever you felt there, right, the awareness builds, oh, that's not who I am. The more we practice, uncovering the layers, the more compassion we bring to it, the more we can heal and empower ourselves. This is episode eight here in the Now podcast, the root, not the symptom. Spread awareness, pass this along, give us a review. Let us know what you want on the next episode. Wishing you well in mind, body, and heart. And may we continue to uncover our roots and seeing in our students, our community, that those symptoms are just deeper callings and messages that we need to meet our own needs and our community's needs and connection with compassion. Be well. See you next time. Thanks again. I'm here now.